NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre with an obviously very different setup. Uh, I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. I work in radio for Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN. And I'm Brittany Boot, and I'm the owner of Boot Photography. Uh, common misconceptions about uh, photography or being a photographer uh, all that you would like to dispel. We all hate each other. <laughs> Number, oh, Secretly oh. or just outwardly? No, that's like people oh, okay. think. Like okay. people, like for years, you know, I, we I worked, each other and we also I like I worked at the like Weekender. To Tom worked at. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre with an obviously very different setup. Uh, I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. I work in radio for Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN. And I'm Brittany Boot, and I'm the owner of Boot Photography Studio. And we're here with four very talented and crude photographers. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Alex Seeley. Jason Reed Miller, Tom Bonomo, and Keith Perks. We're here to have a, a good, honest, and I'm sure at some point offensive discussion. Why do you uh, look directly at me when you say that? There's a good reason for that. Uh, about uh, art and photography and uh, the business and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, stay tuned, uh, to join in, and please, if, uh, if you're here and you're listening, uh, leave some comments on the bottom. We're going to uh, address them throughout the broadcast. So, uh, <laughs> and at least one person does that every single show. So, if not all of us. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. So uh, leave your comments, your questions, whatever, uh, uh, down in the, the comments, and eventually we'll, uh, we'll get to them and we'll address them. So uh, first off, um, I want to ask why photography? Of all the things you could do, why photography? I never asked myself that question. <laughs> um, it, started, it started in college. I went and I had a few classes, um, and I really just fell in love with it. And uh, I started working at the Edmonton Journal and picking up a few like freelance jobs, and it kind of just snowballed from there. And it kind of just picked up before anything else, or more than anything else did. Um, so yeah, and I'm still doing that. <laughs> All right, before I answer that question, oh, here we, we go. have some things to discuss. A, yes. this is yours. It's been at my apartment for a uh -huh. year. My father framed <laughs> it for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, there's some Finally. Ted slobber on it you're going to need to clean off. Yeah, I see that. But aside from uh, that, it's, it's in good shape. This, this is the one and only thing I've ever won in my life. Uh, I we, was there when you won it. We were, we were covering uh, Scranton Comic Con, and uh, they always have those uh, raffles at the end. And, you know, I hang around to the end usually, but I never, ever win anything. And this time I got a uh, custom sketch by uh, Tom Derenick, which actually, since, since we're, we're, we should plug him, uh, he'll be at Free Comic Book Day at uh, uh, Comics on the Green uh, this Saturday, uh, signing autographs, doing sketches and stuff like that. So uh, if you like this, uh, he is a, a current DC Comics artist and uh, a really cool guy. So uh, definitely check out his work. All right, so you really screwed me here with your new setup because I was going to comment on how drab your background is and how your set's not decorated. Yeah. So I brought you three a gift of some original oh, Geek Art photo. thank you. And I brought Stormtroopers to put around yes, the desk. Yes, this is. Perfect. Damn it. <laughs> Tom, you get a surf trooper. Well, since, since you're... Can I have one I can play with in the bathtub? You, you, you know, they're coming home with me. They're actually very expensive. You get Spider-Man. I wanted to go in the bathtub. You get the death trooper. Uh, let's see, what do we got for Alex? Alex, you get the hover tank pilot. Cool. Um, now, I'm keeping Apocalypse here because he's fucking awesome. 
Jason uh, is usually a uh, portrait photographer and a concert photographer, but he recently got into uh, photographing action figures. I don't know if we can bring them up uh, so early, but uh, Jason has uh, some photos uh, that uh, we, we can bring up on the screen, perhaps, that uh, are of some of the, the portraits and things that he's done with the, uh, with the figures. They're actually really, really cool, uh, especially if you're into uh, Star Wars or comics or any of that kind of thing. This is what we were uh, so you'll you'll see those on your screen now. Actually, we're gonna. Uh, well, you get uh, to keep through. the artwork, but I think next week I'm gonna bring <laughs> my toys are coming. Home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my basketball players next week. That's uh, you know I have uh, Hostetler and uh, Bruce Smith like 1991. Uh, what were they called? Starting lineup. The starting yeah, lineup yeah. figures. Yeah, yeah I, I remember those. Brought, I should have brought one of those. They're still in the box though, so those are actually worth. So money. are mine. I don't think they're worth anything, but. So anyway, let's take off my sunglasses now. Anywho, yes. uh, I've always been a photographer. When I was a little kid, I used to steal my mom's point-and-shoot cameras and run around the house at like parties and stuff, taking pictures of people's knees and their <laughs> top of their beer. And, uh, I started going to college to be a writer, actually, and realized how much I hated it. And then somebody said, you know, you can actually study photography while you're here. So I switched majors, and here we are. 20-some years later. Wow. Uh, well, the sarcastic answer is uh, I have a horrible memory. <laughs> um, and everybody that knows me knows I have a horrible memory. Um, but similar story to what Jason did. I've been shooting my whole life. Um, I started at 14, 13 or 14. Um, I fell in love with it. It's an absolutely fantastic craft. Um, and I love what I do. I really do. And I like creating memories. And I like capturing moments. It's just something special to me. You know, it hits me in the feels. <laughs> um, I haven't been shooting as long as these guys, but I, I got into it in college. Um, I did it every so often for a while, but I really got back into it when I was uh, booking shows. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are asking, hey, can I you know, shoot the show? Can I shoot the show? And um, I saw a lot of the work, and I was like, you know, I kind of want to get back into that. You know, because I, I love music. Music's my life, and to be around bands specifically, I mean, we all do more than concert photography, but that's one of my favorite things to do. And, ever since booking those shows uh, maybe nine years ago ten years ago that I got into it and it's just it, it's it's for me you know like I do graphic design that's my main thing but photography it's uh, I just really found a love for it I really did Brittany me yeah since you're you are also <laughs> a photographer well similar to Jason I've always been shooting since I was a kid like I always had cameras I was taking my dad's video camera and just taking over um, in my teenage years, I spent a lot of time in front of the camera, so I kind of got acquainted with just being around that kind of art and around that culture. And then um, when I started taking pictures, I just found that it was like a way that I really enjoyed connecting with people. And I started taking pictures of my friends, and I noticed the way that they felt after I would take their photo and how that they would just feel comfortable with themselves. And so I kind of thought, well, maybe I just have a way to be able to capture people where they're comfortable and they feel good. And if I was able to do that, then that's what I wanted to do. Mm. So that's why I love it. They all love their jobs. Good for them, right? <laughs> yeah. No, good for I, you. I, I always say it beats, beats the shit out of having a real job. <laughs> Sick <laughs> brag. I really appreciate it. You know. I don't, I don't, I don't hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> 
what what are maybe some of the uh, common misconceptions about uh, photography or being a photographer uh, all that you would like to dispel? We all hate each other. <laughs> Number, oh, Secretly oh. or just outwardly? No, that's like people oh, think. Like okay. people like for years. You know, <laughs> I, we I worked, each other and we also I, like I worked at the like Weekender. To Tom worked at like Electric City. Right. We were everywhere together. We got along great, and everybody just assumed because we worked at. Different, different, different paper, papers PD. that we hated each other's guts, and they'd see us and they'd be like, "Oh, we thought, thought you hated each other." Like, let me Why? let me explain that though, because you both always look fucking miserable. <laughs> so like you just assume that you were mad at him and you were mad at him. So just and, and, no, actually we were mad at everyone around us. <laughs> yeah, like everyone yeah, else, it was so a bonding it. experience. Right, we <laughs> were both mad at life. Right. I think people like rivalries though, and I think. Yeah. I mean, they like to see that. It gives them some kind of entertainment, I guess. Some photographers, sure. like, I, I try to shoot out of the area as much as possible. And they, they are territorial. But, like, mm. when I see mm-hmm. these guys out, like, I, I'm, there's no competition. You know, it's art. And I'm, like, except, like, I went to New York with Tom the other day. And it's not competition. I can't wait to see his stuff. We had an absolute you know? blast. Like, I can't wait. when I If I you shot with Alex or Jason, like, when I see them there, it's like, oh, friends are here. You know, so it's not, I don't know. Some people get weird with stuff. but I have to assume, too, like, each one of you probably capture the same moment probably a different way very different that's, yeah. point. Very different. that's why I, don't, I never saw Jay's competition because even though I do shoot commercial stuff weddings and portraits and Jay's a killer portrait photographer and you know as well as bands and things like sure. that we both shoot so differently that there's never been a competition you know and that's one of my favorite things I think things, if there you know? is competition it's friendly competition because I always see their work on social media or whatever and It'll get me like almost a little bit jealous in a good way, and like want to, you know, yeah, drive, drive each other. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. yeah. wrong with that at all. Competition is a very healthy thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Siwi and I both shot ghosts, and I look at his. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch! I wish I had that shot. You know, and <laughs> I, I bought one of his pieces too, and I love it. Like, it's just, it's just, he, he just hit it. You know, it, it's, it's so interesting cool. we can see two photographers uh, come from the same mm-hmm. show and get completely different <laughs> yeah. shots and a, and a different idea. Yeah, I mean, it's different shots and you know, editing. You know, a little bit. Everybody's kind of got their Everyone own style. Everyone has their own style and their own approach. I feel mm-hmm. like. It takes years to come into it. You don't just you know start shooting and you come up with your style. It takes years. Yeah. Style kind of. It's not even. You. It does. Thank yeah. you. It does. You don't say I want to do this. I want to shoot this kind of stuff. I want to do nothing but this type. It doesn't work that way. It just you just kind of just kind of happens. It's natural. It's organic. Mm-hmm. It's really reactive too. Like you'll shoot something and then be looking at it later, and and really love certain things, and and then you kind of try to shoot more like that the next time you mm-hmm. shoot it, and it kind of fine tunes. I think over the years a little bit. Oh, it does. And also you weed stuff out that you don't like when you're, you know, you see stuff that you're doing that you do like. You see stuff that you don't like so much, and you kind of get rid of the stuff you don't like so much and move on to what you're actually enjoying. Yeah, and then cool. if you're me. Two weeks later, you hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be tough, though, because you guys probably take thousands of pictures and kind of oh, narrow no. it down to, like, it's, you know, I shot the good ones. <clears throat> 12 minutes last night at Brian Wilson, I shot 581 shots. <laughs> and you probably go minutes. through all of those just yeah. to, to yeah. narrow that down to 15, Ooh. which I sent you this morning. I do, thank you. <laughs> I got them. We'll, actually, we'll have that. Uh, we'll have a review and photos up from that uh, probably by the end of the week. I feel like people's editing style, not when it comes to like the post-processing and like bumping the clarity or the sharpness or whatever it is, I feel like the editing style of picking out, that's how I wanted to capture that person. It could be totally different than how someone else would capture it. Like if they're looking a certain way or they're covering a certain part of their face or it's shadowed a certain way, like mm-hmm. I feel like it all starts there with everybody's like different style. Like <clears throat> the, the people or the artists or whatever they're captioning, capturing, like I just feel like that's where the difference starts to 
kind of really take hold with everyone's different approach and style. And I, I think, too, there's there's a different, when you're looking at different people's styles, you start to appreciate some of the shots that are a little more unconventional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially, like, if you're shooting a concert, for example, it's very easy to get the, you know, the shot with the singer, right. you know, with his mouth open and the mic here and everything like that. But what if you took it from this side? Or what if you, you approached it? Maybe maybe he's doing his, ha- you know, he's run, <laughs> running his hand through his hair or something else. Something you know, I wouldn't serious. know what that's like, but, you know, like, if, <laughs> if I could, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should have been photographers. I don't know. <laughs> big stress. Yes. That's a big part of it. Yeah, you look like Scott Stapp. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. You even had the little what, the what soul patch. patch. Yeah. <laughs> but it was more than a soul patch. It's like it's a soul patch into a goatee. You were looking rough back in Dude, 07. Everybody man. makes mistakes. You were <laughs> I never saw your mother. Oh. <laughs> Go through his Facebook. The pictures are on there. Or just Google Creed. <laughs> <laughs> old Creed, not New Creed. Yeah, New Creed, New. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Is there old and new Creed? There is. Sure is. Old Creed was fantastic. New Creed is creepy. I don't. I only think I know old Creed, and it was not. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Randy Shemansky's here. Listen to this. He's going to talk about Creed. Oh, Creed was. Creed uh, until he went kind of crazy and then right, he, he came back. Yeah, he, he shot him last year. He was good. Yeah, yeah he, was, he's good, he man. shot him up at Montage. I mean, they put on a good show, yeah. but the songs are god awful. <laughs> Come on, arms wide open. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> all, all he does is imitate Eddie Vedder poorly. That's, that. that's it. That's his whole shtick. And Eddie Vedder's just imitating Jim Morrison poorly. So, like, he's, <laughs> he's, I mean, I love Pearl Jam, don't get me wrong, but it's fact. I mean, yeah. completely, you know, bit Jim Morrison's singing style. Mm-hmm. And then in 1992 and a half, every band in the world was like, we're going to sing just like Eddie Vedder, not realizing <laughs> he was singing just like Jim Morrison. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You didn't take it down, did you, Tom? What's up? Oh, oh hell. Your hair? <laughs> oh, it's it's there so somewhere. We always need like a research team. Who shared this? Like trying to pick up like. He did. Yeah. He got his ears like... lowered all the way down. Oh, there's something. <laughs> I'm, I'm shaving this weekend. It's no more beer. It's over. Are you just gonna go like just trim? No, or? I'm not going to the douchebag chin strap. I, <laughs> I, had, I had that, and I, we'll, we'll see. I think like the black that hair. was a mistake. For I, me. I I, I, I to knew have that too. Yeah. That's when I met you. I yeah I knew you in in the old days. Way before media, because I, I think I met everybody here through media in one form yeah, well, or another. You college, right? We yeah. Were, you were like my unofficial concert buddy. Like, yeah. You read every metal show. <laughs> we, I would always be in the front, and you would always be over the barrier shaking the shots. Shot. I'd be like, oh, there's, there's So, I mean, technically, yeah. you did meet him through media, too. Technically, yes. Technically. But I wasn't on the job. He was. Well, we're old. To <laughs> <laughs> think about how long. Except Alex. Oh. Alex is a young pup. Alex, how old are you? 12. It's a good age. It's a good age. Wow, that's young to be engaged. Wait till those dreams start coming in. I can't wait to hear it. I can't. Twenty-eight. He's like Anakin Skywalker in the Phantom Menace. He's just decided that that older girl is going to be his, and that's it. He's just decided. Why would you insult anyone like that? Let's talk about people who like. The prequels and what terrible. <laughs> you were late for that conversation. We we, we were talking yeah, about we Star Wars before you arrived. The, pre- the prequels suck, and the people who like them should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very similar so, to that. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Hey, <laughs> 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 Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> 
She's gonna kill me and you. I would stop doing that. She's a kung fu fighter. There's a there's a volume button, and it goes down. <laughs> Way to ruin the podcast. Man. God. I can't oh. find it. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> so we get one do over, right? Yeah, well, I just roll with this. It. It's live. This is it. <laughs> it's live. This Whatever. is it. Yeah. Oh. You, did, you really didn't know this is live. I had no idea. That's why what I told you. I told you people could come. People could watch it. My parents are gonna kill me. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no edits. Oh wow. This isn't like when Rich interviews you and you call him the next morning and you're well, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done many times. I was, really, um, I was hammered. I was even. Well, in one of our interviews, I was hammered. Even. Yes. And I called him the next day. I was like, oh, you remember when I said this, this, and this? I just that's right. out. But yeah, as of as of now, we're we're screwed. Oh my god. You, you don't you don't have to watch it there. We're we're right here. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like you ha- everyone has to watch on their phone. Yes, you're so trained they to watch, watch it concerts on your phone. from their phones. Like, yeah. You know what else I was thinking today? In like five years, everybody in American society, everybody all over the world, except for like lost tribes in Africa, we're all gonna be like this. Every one of us is going to be hunched because we all spend our whole day. Did you see, I just saw an article, there was a photographer who took the phone out of all of his images. Yes. That was great. That was great. Was America Bolan? Do you think that they actually were holding the phones? I think they were holding the phones. I think they took them out and I think it's a stupid gimmick and his 15 minutes are over. I feel like some of them. That's what I think of his. All right. Next. I think he had one good idea. Do you think that they were candids or do you think that they were posed? Who cares? It could have been both. It could have fake some. It serves the purpose, right? It's like the one with the people with the beers and the cats. I mean, who cares what's Mm -hmm. on the sides of the background once you crap it? Crap doesn't matter. What makes a good photo and what makes a shitty photo? That's totally general. Well, I mean, (laughs) it is very... I mean, this is just... I will state, I am not speaking for everyone when I bash photographers whose names I don't even remember live (laughs) on air. Um, But it is... I mean, that's my opinion. I think... I don't dislike them. They're technically phenomenal phenomenal photos but you know work. Lindsay Buckingham is technically a phenomenal guitar player but he still sucks because he's boring <laughs> I'm heart 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 and intent and when you see the photographer's personality and the subject's personality and the heart the intent if you can bring that through no matter what you're photographing no matter what style it is that's what makes a good photo mm-hmm. technical ability who cares? Nobody cares anymore. It, it doesn't. I mean, everybody's a photographer now. I've seen people who have no skill pick up a, a. They have the eye. They never knew it. They can do it on a phone. I was going to say it doesn't that, matter. You, you, I mean, people have these now. Everybody has. How has that changed the game for you guys? Uh, has it harder to make money? That's yeah. pretty harder. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's got a friend. Everybody's yeah. got you know a cousin or whatever. Or, That's going to shoot the wedding. And then they all have regret. Right. When they get the product back and they're like, "That's what happens." This is shit. We should have paid you. Right. It's like it's like for you too, Keith. Like you know, everyone thinks that you know your design work just happens and it should be cheaper than it is. Magic wands. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, sometimes you look out, you know, I mean, you get that one shot, don't, don't touch it, right. it's perfect, you know, sometimes you come up with the design work, and it's boom, and it's done, and it's, mm-hmm. but, you know, I mean, you're paying for that that knowledge and that experience, even if it was done quick, right. but, I mean, time and effort goes into it a lot of time. There's you know? so many things that go into, you know, the photography lifestyle, you know, it's it's extremely time-consuming, it's not, you pick up a camera, you shoot, throw a filter on it, and you deliver it to somebody, there's, right. you know, years and years of screwing up to get where you are. In, in, your, in your 
career. And you know, the same thing, it's like people think you can pick up a camera, take a picture, and that's it. Yeah. And I think photography is storytelling. And like I said, I was very passionate about that because I am. I love telling stories. And I'm getting better at writing. So I was never really a writer, but I'm slowly, mm. you know, writing more. And um, I've liked, you know, the output so far. But I think that telling stories is such a fantastic thing to do, whether it's, you know, written, spoken, or visual. And since I'm such a visual person, I love telling stories through photos. You know, mm. you can tell so much. I, I put a post up a while, a while about that. And just telling stories with the photos, it's an amazing feeling. You know, just looking at one thing and then getting all these rush of emotions from looking at one picture, it's, it's magical. I often have, like, my own story, and sometimes I don't like to even say it because I want to hear what somebody else thinks of it, you know? <clears throat> A lot of people say, like, my work's dark, you know, like my fine art stuff, and I like that, you know? Because I mean, sometimes you do something that's a little bit brighter, it shines a little bit more, you know? Mm -hmm. but, um, having a little bit of sense of hurt in the work is always really cool, so I like kind of darker work, but I like to hear what people say about it because everybody's reaction to it is, is different and sometimes I don't even tell them what it meant to me because they're walking away with a piece of it themselves mm -hmm. and that, that's neat you know that's like art in itself you know what yeah. they're getting out of it you know like what their story is how they felt about it and if somebody has some type of emotion anything I mean whether it was disgust or, or sadness or had like as long as you felt something that's like an honor to me that's a reaction really cool. is the goal yeah mm -hmm. indifference is the only negative Likes people just ears. ignore it yeah. if it pisses them off that's even better than, than not caring that's the best reason ever actually <laughs> I feel like a lot of art gets that. lost with people trying to well I, I feel like there should be a message and I think as an artist you kind of have a responsibility to the world by relaying that message for people that might not be able to find ways to do that with their emotions whether it's love, fear, pain, anything. Like, as an artist, you are kind of taking those emotions and creating, in our case, a visual representation of those things for other people to find comfort in. You know, I think, my, like, everyone's opinion of art, obviously, can it can go on forever. Sure. But I think that artists should create things that make other people feel something. And I also think with anything that it makes them feel, there's a sense of comfort with it, even if it's... <coughs> The pain and the the dark depths of the human condition that are very scary. I think as the artist, you relaying that and getting people to find that through your art also gives them a sense of comfort, and that's why I think art is so important. Now, do you think there's a, a difference between the output when when you're calling it art and the stuff that you're doing in, say, media, for example? That's a fantastic question. I mean, I think that, that there's a lot of crossover. Um, I mean, I consider, like, my concert photographs, mm. I try to do them a little differently. I mean, I try to work them essentially as portraits of these people on stage. As opposed, I mean, I, I, I very much try to force what I want to see them doing as opposed to just documenting right. what they're doing. <laughs> And I, and I very much consider my my concert photos to be my art, like because mm. I'm I'm not just standing there, taking it in and following them around. Like I'm intention. I have there's a lot of intent in what I'm doing when I'm photographing a concert. Right. I mean, I look up the artist beforehand. I see what they look like. I see how they move, and I follow them. Or I I I move to where I need to be to get the shot that I already have in my head before I go. 
Or in, like last night, you know, Brian Wilson sat at the piano like this. So <laughs> there wasn't a whole, a whole lot. Dave, we love doing shows at that yeah. way that where you can't move. Dave Matthews. No, we were actually allowed to go down front of Kirby last night. Oh. And I nearly shit. <laughs> yeah, it was craziness. Yeah, your show was called Stage Porches, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. that name. I mm-hmm. loved because it, it was so simple and like spoke so much to what your photos were like. So I appreciated the name. Like honestly, some of my pictures, I feel like if I photoshopped the mic out. It would just be a work. I should do that. That's a great idea. And by I should do that, (laughs) Keith should do that. (laughs) I'm really lazy and I don't want to do it. Photoshop a cell phone you ever see those porn pictures where they replace the dick with a slice of pizza? <laughs> <laughs> now that's high no, art. No, that's, no, oh my god, please. Imagine the porn. <laughs> Look it up. The por- Look it up the and share it around. I remember table. the original photo. No. no, no, it is so funny. It will make your whole night. Like they just put a big slice of pizza and like they cut out all the nudity. It's or just the girl's face and whatever her expression is. And a giant piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just ruined pizza for Northeast PA, which is pretty traumatic. I just had pizza tonight. <laughs> I had a slice. Of, I was at a dog's one year birthday party before I came here. That's a thing? Yeah. It's my, you just did it now. Yeah, because I'm trying to read the comments. See, you can feel better because Rich just did it too. <laughs> But anyway, I was at a dog's uh, one-year birthday party with my dog, Ted, and uh, I had a slice of pizza there, and now I'm... Did you have cake? No, they had uh, pizza salad and ice cream. Okay. And beer. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's a vet. He's a vet, and uh, they actually went to go to these bakeries, and the woman who bought a cake, they're small little cute cakes. The woman gave the girl a cake. She's like, you're not going to write happy birthday so-and-so on it? And Liz like, well, the dog can't see it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, I'll write it on there. Yes, you know, they can. Yeah, Use the red they can see it. They just can't read it. Comprehend they it. can't read it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole. So thing. anyway, that photographer with the cell phones. He's if if by any miracle he's watching this next week, dude. I want to see pictures of pizza. Take the cell phone out and put a slice of pizza. Yeah. In their hand. Yeah, you guys. You know, that I was going to say something else. No, I, I saw yeah, going to say pizza. <laughs> So, uh, Tom, you you being in media for how long? Do you have that same do you have that same feeling uh, in terms of what's art and what's well, shot for since, uh, for print? Since I'm no longer where I was, and a much better place now, I can talk freely about it, mm-hmm. and I will. <laughs> Please do. Not yet. Not riled up yet. The opinions of Tom Benomo do not represent the opinions of Brittany, John, Reg, Alex, or Jason. I'm going to say specifically for John. <laughs> specifically for John. John has no. Input on this whatsoever. Now Nothing you may whatsoever. go. You okay. may go. Okay. Feel free to ramble. Thanks for that. We always need a disclosure. So the disclaimer's out there. Um, <laughs> there there's, there's the one side. That's it. More sign once a day. Um, let's go back to the other question about um, the commercial work versus... What were, what were art. Sure. Versus art. Um, personally, that's such a huge issue because commercial, essentially, in a perfect world, Commercial photographers are the, are, can make money because they do commercial work for different clients and businesses, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a way to make income to, to live. Not to get rich, but to live. And art, the art end of it is like, it's still it's still technically art, but, you know, a picture of an, of an empty room with chairs set up is not necessarily art. Um, <laughs> or not necessarily. According to who? Well, in a sense it is, but in a sense it's not, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter. But, like, the fine art is, like, it's fulfilling. You know, Jesus Christ. 
Lance trying to make a serious point. Yeah, like, yeah. I understand how well you. Like, if I, if I proceed, no, please. All my games will just go. <laughs> um, but no, like this, there's the line between commercial stuff and regular art because commercial stuff is, you know, how you can sustain yourself and, and live versus mm. shooting art where it's super satisfying and it's fun and you love creating creating images, whether it be, you know, natural stuff or street art or studio work or whatever it is you love to do, your, your landscapes, your waterfalls, whatever, whatever, whatever pulls your boat. But that doesn't necessarily, is not a definite way to make a living unless you have some kind of output for it. So, so it's difficult. It's extremely difficult to, you know, to find a happy medium between the two where you can do things that fulfill you and also make a living. I, I have a little bit to add to this. I do not shoot weddings anymore. I've shot working for other people, starting in state college, then coming back here. I've shot probably 600 <coughs> weddings, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> and as I was saying about heart before... I cannot charge people money to shoot their wedding knowing that I'm going to be miserable the whole time I'm there. <laughs> I won't be doing my best work that I can do. I have no problem working with somebody else as a second shooter at a wedding. I can do that all day. Hang out, take photos, make jokes, hand my card over. I'll do a wonderful job. If I'm in charge and I have to put up with your bullshit and I don't care about you... <laughs> I won't. I won't take people's money for, for weddings. Sure. And, and that, like me shooting a wedding, not art. Tom shooting a wedding, art. Beautiful. Well, I think Beautiful. to bring it back around to the question, I was like, people are looking for someone who has an artist's eye because you have to have that to some degree to do a wedding. But then, so you like to think that they're hiring you based on the merit of the work that they researched. But then they'll send you Pinterest photos. That they've, <laughs> yeah. Which is fine because. You know, but then you feel like you're being micromanaged sometimes. So I feel like right. I feel like if you're lucky, we love your style. Can you do this now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you just do all this stuff? Pick up my board. Yeah. I want these. We love what you do, but don't do it. Do this. I feel like a lot of it is knowing when to say no to people, or knowing when to be like, okay, I just I <clears throat> want to help you, but I just don't feel like that I'm the right fit for you, and I could recommend possibly someone that might be. You know, right. that, that is that's no, the, that's the hard part is. because no. No, the sign is. No. <laughs> the whole thing about doing commercial stuff is if you're shooting, like I, I shoot primarily weddings, and I, and I love what I do. I'm a sap. You know, I love capturing a day and being able to show couples something that they didn't know happened, or show it in the way that I want to show it. He's not lying. Like, I shot with him once. He was it's, crying. It's, I, you know what? Like I'm not afraid to I say you something. I cry my eyes out sometimes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so beautiful. You know, whether it be a fir- the first dance of the couple, um, the vow- vows are huge for me. Like, yeah. every time I, I, I listen to the vow, I used to just shoot to shoot because whatever, but then I started listening to when the couples write their own vows, and it's so beautiful, and it's touching. Like, I've seen so many fathers cry dancing with their daughter for the first time that it, it hits you. You know, but getting back to what we were saying about the, the mix of the two, there's a very, it's very difficult to go between, like, okay, I'm a commercial shooter, but I do my weddings, but yet I, I'm a documentary shooter, so I document the day and don't really pose people, and... Right. It's just you have as a commercial shooter, you have to be able to do what the client wants because that's how it works. You know, I have a graphic design background as well. I got out of it because I was tired of a client telling me, you know, okay, we want a logo or we want a CD cover. We want our logo big and in the middle. That's my favorite thing hearing ever. <laughs> logo bigger and in the middle of the CD. <laughs> and I said, have a nice day. Find somebody else because it looked awful. Even though that's what they wanted, and technically, I have to do that because they're the client. Yeah. I just got sick of it, you know, and there's a little more freedom now with being a photographer. I feel like that's the difference, too, between 
as we were saying, between art and something that you're being paid to do is the direction of it. Is if you're specifically saying you have to go and get these specific <laughs> shots these specific ways, Kill you a bit. yeah, then you, you, you're, you're taking, you're, you're ruining that person's talent. You're, still do you, it, but. Yeah, you, st you have to do it if, if you want to get paid, but you're also taking <laughs> away something from what, why you hired that person in the first place yeah. over somebody else. Here's another thing about doing commercial, especially media photography, that is bullshit, stupid, garbage. That's <clears throat> two words. Amen. <clears throat> Click counts. Yes. And when Tom left his former employer, I may have been doing some uh, freelance work in his stead as he was no longer there. He's not mad because, you know, money's money. Yeah. Until, the, until his former boss gleefully informed me that he hired somebody else and would no longer be needing my services. <laughs> gleefully God, told me that. <laughs> but they were so much more concerned with how many pictures you took so they could put them on the website and people could mindlessly click through yes. galleries yeah. clicks so they could say, we, right. but they don't. Clicks don't no. equal dollars. That is the biggest misconception, well, and Rich will back me up time. on this. They don't equal dollars. They don't push people to looking at the ads. It's bullshit. If you put quality work up there and kept people's attention, well, be 10 it's or much better hmm. than having... A whole shitload of not so great photos for people to mindlessly click through. Well, you click see these huge not equal dollars. That's the biggest misconception in media. You see these huge spreads, and there's one or two pictures of the band that everyone's seeing, and then a hundred pictures of people standing there like this. That's what it was. Like it was fucking was, idiots was, well, looking looking at the camera. And the, yeah, and that's the thing, is is that's what they're asking for. But I don't know if they, like especially in this day and age, as we were saying before, where everyone has a cell phone, everyone can take a hundred pictures. They've already taken a hundred selfies of themselves at the, the event they've already shared them on facebook you're too late by the time it gets to print what's the point in that why like do we keep doing well, that because this is northeast pa and we're 20 years behind i think it's yeah i think it's also <laughs> different come it's, here you get it's, 20 more years it's mm -hmm. different because back you know 10 years ago you needed those photos that yeah, you guys they were because right you had to go to the, the paper but because you had to, to, to do to yeah. do that to get that people still do that they like opening up the paper when anybody read a paper um the paper to the page and oh my god there's me in the paper and they were right. super excited then everything went to doing things on facebook and the website and all the kind of nonsense where oh hey i was on the website i'm real excited that's the only reason so they can grab the photo off off the, the page right throw it on their first page show their friends hey it was the party with the name on the paper right and now nobody really cares anymore they just don't <laughs> care I mean, and that's the thing is is then are they really first of all is it is it really a service to the advertisers because they're not really looking at that they're looking so for their picture that's, and that's, that's it that's is it a thing. service to the event because they're not really looking at those either they're not really you know reading the article they're not really looking at the the, the pictures that are actually you're there to take but does you it know? make the place look more attractive at the event because i've been that's encouraged right. by other employers before to take pictures of like more attractive people to make it look like right you know, sure. You want to be focus on specific kinds of people. Young, a young crowd, you know. Rich, when we worked at the Weekenders, <laughs> and I would do crowd shots. Yes. How many attractive people did I ever come back with pictures of? <laughs> very, very few. I would find the interesting, fun, great people to talk to and take their photos. But, but goddamn, if I ever took a picture of a good-looking person, I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> beg you to find it. And and. Rich never cared. Rich was like, "These are great," but the, the editor before Rich would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'd be like, "I'm doing." I never said this out loud, but I said, "I'm doing this on purpose because what you're doing is kind of wrong and evil, and I don't want to be part of it." 
And there, there's a there's a thing too where I, I think a lot of people, uh, if you're going to shoot a show, for example, I'm going to expect different photos from you than I would from Alex, than I would from Keith, than I would from Tom, because you're all going to have those different styles. I want to see that. Whereas I think a lot of you know media discourages that. They want you to produce the same stuff over and over again, and that it speaks to the articles and everything as well. They want the same you know pyramid format, boring article that. You know, just the facts and none of the real interesting details. And, you know, who cares? As long as it's out by deadline and it's in print, who cares? I won't say any names, but talking directly about what you're talking about, I was told maybe last year by a certain photographer we all know, who I used to be friendly with, but then he was just a complete dick about the roundtable we're having right now on my <laughs> Facebook. He said to me, the reason I'm so Short. in demand is because I provide the the pictures that the producers want. I'm like, yeah, you're you're a monkey, you're a robot, <laughs> you're trained, sure. and you don't actually look through your camera because you're four foot nine. <laughs> Putting your camera on a stick and holding it up in the air and pressing a button and taking a thousand pictures and hoping two of them are good, that ain't being a photographer. What was that one thing that? And you can have all the fancy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on a rant. Go on, go, please go. You can have all the expensive equipment. You can study all the. You can learn all the new programs. You can have the fanciest computer. Sure. When you're holding your shit on a stick, not looking through the camera. You you can give the the producers of the concerts all the pictures they want. You're not a fucking artist. You're a fucking. You're a trained monkey. You're a robot. You're not doing shit. Jones could do that. Too. My, I can train my fucking dog to do that. And that's why these three guys are my friends. <laughs> Remember that thing about the like, band? Something about the sh your show. And I said, "Gee, I can't wait to see your photos." I'm like, "There's something about was the concert we're covering or something." And there's something oh, about know, like you're gonna have to give me more info. I'm oh, good. You're talking about. Well, we both drink a lot. <laughs> I don't anymore. Actually, oh, I hardly drink anymore. <laughs> Today? Remember uh, <laughs> the day, you mean? <laughs> I, I, was, I was nervous. Um, you know what? I'm the only one. Well, no, Alex is drinking coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good Nobody boy. offered me a beer. Oh, oh wow. Dicks. I, I did at the beginning. Dicks. There you go. Dicks. Hold on, hold Get on. Dicks. Up. I wish I had another cup for you. <laughs> there you go. That coffee under the stormtrooper's ass. I'm sorry, I totally interrupted. No, 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 you were trying to remind me of something that happened when I, I used to drink. I was so. trying good to remember luck. something that happened when we were both doing that. It's a good something choice. Something with, with like, oh, I can't wait to see your sweet fish eye shots or something like that. I don't know what it was. Somebody said that to me. No, I said that to you, and then somebody commented something. And we oh, somebody thought you were being serious, and yeah, and we both started laughing about it because we knew that I was being very facetious. Oh yeah, yeah. I I kind of do remember that now. Oh. Jesus. Moving on. Let's move Let's talk about something positive. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? We're all friends. Why? This is sing along. This means I don't know the words. See your latest work. Everybody's asking me. Oh. Everybody's asking. Uh, you can, everybody's asking Becky where they can see our latest work. Alex, Thanks, would you Becky. like to, to begin? Um. I, I thought you were providing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, well, Al Alex actually just uh, just did a, a, a thing for us uh, that we're, we're putting out in the next couple of days. Yeah, uh, the Ion Attraction the show. The Ion Attraction show and, and the uh, Reaper's Revenge, which is on the website now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, really, any PA scene is where you can see most of our work, Tom. Yeah. Why aren't you shooting Friday PAC? Uh, <laughs> oh, I just caused trouble at the round table. <laughs> <laughs> Rich hasn't asked me yet, so. I'm asking you. 
I, I can ask. I usually I usually wait. People ask me if you if 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 you ask me to go do something. You have to ask me. Don't get a shot, Joe. Anyway, See, I, I, you make, we, no, we got past the point you were trying to, or the thing we were trying to remember from when we both drank a lot. Well, that doesn't matter. I, I'm over it. Oh, I started a sing-along that only Tom followed. You're talking and not letting everybody else say where their work is. Oh, we'll get to it. We, we <laughs> she's she's, she's, she's with me. Is she a producer? With me. <laughs> she's with me. I'm sorry, Alex. I... No, that's about it. There's uh, any pay scenes where you can find pretty much everyone's work but Tom. So, fuck that guy. And, uh, Ash, but, but aside, <laughs> aside from an APA scene, we all have wonderful Instagrams. That's I true. have two. Um, there's uh, at Jason Reed Miller, which is IE, IE, everybody. German, the second letter is the long sound. And then there is also Geek Art Photo, where you can find wonderful pictures of Apocalypse and... Um, <laughs> The Hulk. This is Gray Hulk. Gray Hulk is different than Green Hulk. If, if you didn't know, I mean, there's, they're both Bruce Banner, but it's convoluted. Rich. It's complicated. Rich and I could talk about this for hours. Spider Man uh, was beating up some stormtroopers in one of my pictures the other day. That's a wild spider. Anyway, and uh, Tom, Tom's uh, I Design Studio. It's I is an E Y E, so it's I Design Studios Photography. Um, my site's getting redone. It's been getting redone for about a decade. <laughs> um, what, your website? Yeah, Mine too. My, yeah, I'm I sorry. Updated I'm sorry. Years. I'm so sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but my Facebook page is Eyes Eyes Studio Photography. Um, please feel free to check it out. Um, I'm going to be posting lots and lots and lots of stuff um, starting very, very soon. So check it out. Comment. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me you like my stuff. You don't like my stuff. Um, I love constructive criticism if you want to give it to me. I don't mind at all. Um, but I like positive stuff too. So say you like my stuff, it makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it does likes. Uh, now Keith, and I'm at, uh, it's eleven twenty studios, one one two zero studios. That's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and eleven twenty studioscom um, Got a couple things coming up. Working on a book of New York photography, and um, a lot of stuff coming up for concert season, which will be on uh, NEPACing.com. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like I have a like a personality crisis with <laughs> with. <laughs> series and, and you know the things that I shoot because so like I have Alex Seeley Photography is my Instagram but on there I just post concert stuff and that's all it is so um, you know but I do commercial stuff and um, you know I have a day job where I shoot e-com for product photography and so I'm never sure like I never want to upload like event stuff like the one that I did for you know the Reaper's Revenge thing to my concert thing because you know, I just feel like, I think I think about it too much, but I almost feel like I need aliases or something. You know? <laughs> well, no, see, here's this thing, Alex. I used to feel the same way. Yeah. Like, when I was a little kid, like, my, my, my Transformers couldn't play with my G.I. Joes. Exactly. Like, they had several <laughs> play sessions. And then, now, mind you, I'm 41 and I still play with toys. So I will say, later on, you know, the Legos started building these elaborate worlds, and then the Transformers and the G.I. Joes were sneaking in. And now, like, you know, Spider-Man can be in a photo with a Stormtrooper because they're not real, except they are real. So you can, you can... I used to have the same thing where I just wouldn't, wouldn't mix and match things, and I would be going crazy not trying to convolute things. Yeah. Trump convolute is president, anything is possible. Trump is president... <laughs> So through you the know, newborn, newborn photos next to the Slayer shots? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. I, I mean, my if you look at my Instagram, like there'll be a picture of my dog like licking his balls next to a concert photo and, like and, a, and a baby. Like it doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it's hard. I look at Instagram more as a diary of what I do yeah. than than like an official website, which is a portfolio of right. what I do. Mm -hmm. 
Well, while we're talking about Alex's work, uh, we'll we'll show some of Alex's work in a slideshow uh, that you'll you'll see now coming up. In fact, everybody uh, sent me photos and did their homework except Tom. Tom did not do his homework. Tom was also late. Everyone, if you were wondering why you were staring at us sitting around a table with no sound for five minutes, Tom <laughs> was late. I, I thought you'd be late. I was right on time. <laughs> you're not really late. There you go. That's it right there. <laughs> Oh dear! Can I can I email him to you <laughs> right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna right email now. him right now. <laughs> I put him on, on my Facebook. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll be seeing Tom's okay. photos last. <laughs> never. He's currently emailing them to Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Where where should we go? Uh, Brittany, why don't you why don't you take the next one? Next what? Next question. question. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to monopolize the conversation. <laughs> oh wait, what are we doing again? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So okay, um, here's a question: How do you guys feel um, after all of your experiences and everything you've learned over the years? Um, how do you feel moving forward with the direction that your art is going? Um. It's a little question. <laughs> I, I feel like everything inspires everything else, and I think that's what I've taken away so far in my career as a photographer. Like um, the work that I do, like I mentioned, my nine to five where I shoot products isn't really the most creative stuff in the world. But um, I learned a lot about editing and lighting um, through that job, and I apply it to my personal work and uh, to my more commercial work. Um, like I have a studio in Scranton where I have complete control over the lighting and, and I take a lot from my day job to do that. Um, so I think that's what's really exciting about it is kind of taking the different, all these different sides of these borders that I have and kind of pushing those walls out and using them to inform each other. Um, and that's about it. Cool. You well, know, I'm at a point where I just do what I want and if people pay me for it, which they do, I'm very happy. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't really, I mean, like what Tom was saying before with the logo in the middle, yeah. I have no problem saying no. I have no problem turning customers down. I have no problem working odd jobs to support myself so I can, I mean, be an asshole artist and maintain <laughs> the, the integrity of what I do, and I don't care anymore. Not, not that I don't care about the work. I love it. But as you don't far care as to what people I don't are, care. Right. I, I mean, if you're hiring me, you're hiring me for me for what you and for what I do. Right. And if you have a Pinterest board to show me, move it on down the line. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. It's <laughs> nice. Poor, well, it's nice. Um, I think my work has come a long way from what it used to be like. Um, everything from the weddings to the commercial stuff to the portraits. Um, I think. I've grown and matured a lot. I think I've fine-tuned what I like and what I don't like and kind of applied that to everything, whether it be commercial stuff or my art or just, like, I love portraits too, which is a big part of my art as well, other than, like, the candidates and, like, the street stuff, which, are, which I'm getting back into. Um, but, like I said, I think I've fine-tuned things over the years to develop my style from where I was... I never thought I was struggling, but I always thought that, like, I never knew what direction I want to go or I knew... I didn't see my style, but apparently everybody else did. Hmm. That makes sense. Um, but now I feel like I can see a little more. Or I'll, I'll see a photo that I'll stop for a second and realize that maybe I did take this, and apparently I did. So like, it just 
you, know, you take millions of pictures every year, so you know it's hard to remember all of them. But I do, you know. But I do. I think things are, have been fine tuned, and, and I, I still love what I do, and uh, people love it too. That's why I'm able to make a living, and, that, and I'm very fortunate that I can make a living. It's not easy by any means whatsoever. Um, but you know, that works. Now, while Keith answers, we'll uh, we'll scroll some of his photos uh, as well. I look back at my photos and from a couple of years ago, and it's like you know some of them they're solid, I'm happy with, but like I look at them and I'm like, oh god, that was shit. But then like I hope five years from now I look back on what I'm doing and think the same. You know, I want to keep learning and keep you know getting better, and you know over time, um, I mean, there's certain things I'm not like as happy to shoot, but like I do it because I think that's going to apply down the road somewhere else. You know, so I mean I'll photograph families and I, I mean I really love uh, photographing like babies because they, they just stare through the lens at you they're everybody's so aware photographing kids is great and it's very rewarding um, I have a lot of fun with that and then you know concert photography too like I, I love the energy um, just the action I love just you know just being in that photo pit and there's a couple like thousand people behind you and, and you're in the middle of that energy of what that band is giving the crowd and what the crowds giving the band back and you know, turn around sometimes and getting pictures of the bit. like that's exciting to me. Like mm -hmm. I, just, I really love that. So I hope that feeling never goes. I mean, it hasn't yet for the you know I've been doing it for a long time now, but it's a rush. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah, is. You literally feel it like it's a yeah. it's a physical, <laughs> so it, it, and it's impossible to to describe unless you're in there. Mm -hmm. But you literally feel like a physical sensation of that exchange of energies. Yeah. You're in front of. Up to, you know, and I'm not just talking about like the bass kicking. I'm talking about you can actually feel it through your skin, like that exchange of energy between <laughs> yeah. the band and the well, crowd. And I photographed uh, every time I die <clears throat> down in Whitehall, and that was just so exciting because there's no photo pit. And at first, I'm, I mean, I love having the photo pits because it allows you some room. It makes life but, easy. I mean, yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> and I have, like, you know, a couple grand. Unless it's Slayer and they run their fan club in yeah. the photo pit while you're shooting. <laughs> but, I mean, not having that, though, for this, like, because I've shot them a bunch of times before. So, I mean, you're not able to move around as much, but. I mean, uh, uh, the guitarist, uh, Buckley, I mean, he was just dripping sweat on me. I got hit in the back of the head so hard that I saw stars. You know, I mean, people were falling on me. I got punched in the face. I loved it. You know, I mean, there, there's just nothing better than that. I mean, just to be a part of that, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, physically in that aspect, you know, but other <laughs> right. times you're just up in the photo pit and it is just, I mean, it's powerful I and mean, it's cool. When I mean, you're in that photo pit, it. you're right on that line that literally divides the two huge energies that are facing each other. So yeah. <laughs> when you think about it that way, it's, it's, it's massive. two forces just coming at yeah. each other and you're in the middle just hoping for the best. It's like a whole different picture. dimension, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it really almost is. like a war, but <laughs> it's not. Like, it's like it's not, war, war is not the right word. Like, nexus is a better Yeah, I guess that would be better, yeah. Like, you're really, like... It's like I two mean, people getting ready to fuck. I like that. beautiful thing that's going to yeah. happen, and you're like... I don't know what you are in the middle of it, but you're there, and you're right... Just, it's the point it's before there. it happens. Well, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Has anybody watched Genius, the new Albert Einstein show? No. no I heard it was, uh, he, he's, he's trying to describe relativity. It's a great show, by the way. It was... Uh, Last night was the third episode I ever recorded. But he's trying to explain relativity to people. And he says, well, you know, relativity is laying in a bed with a woman and, and an hour passes by in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really funny I like line. I was Einstein, not me. Oh. Actually, I doubt he even said it. It was whoever writes that sounds show. Like, sounds like an adult joke. I'm already getting You're 12. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, let's let's get to some comments actually, since uh, we've had oh, a boy, few. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so Anthony Rodriguez says, "All amazing and truly passionate artists." Uh, my hat off to you, uh, Perks. You're a dashing gentleman. Uh, let's see. Jamie Souter says, "The Star War." I guess just to piss off a Star Wars people. Fuck you, Jamie. I know where you live. <laughs> Wasn't that you? Let's see. Yeah. Alex, uh, 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 Raph says, uh, Alex did have a uh, feathery uh, Anakin hair at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jamie and Raph. Michael uh, says, uh, Keith's beard is something fierce, let me tell you. I don't see any of these. Um, it's weird because... Rick has the master. You, well, it's weird because uh, I've noticed if as soon as you click back on, it gets rid of the ones that were there and just puts a couple more. So you have to like oh, keep it on the entire time. Yeah. I understand. Um, Kieran says, uh, does this work ever have a political or social message? So that, I guess that's for all of you. Hmm. Me personally, no, it doesn't. No. Um, I've never been a fan of politics. I'm just not. I just, mm. I feel like I don't want to talk about it because I, don't, I haven't looked into it enough to really have an opinion. So I, I keep my mouth shut. That's one place where I won't go. That's one topic that I will not discuss. Well, if you're friends with me on mm. Facebook, you know I'm political. So. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, we know. Um, there, there's stuff, you know, I like to hide stuff. You, you like know, Trump, right? Depending on, yeah, I love Trump. Yeah, I would say this is oh, a table God. of avid Trump supporters. <laughs> That's a total joke. Everybody that works in don't the arts do loves Trump. No, we love him. Big Bird loves him. Okay. You know, like Trump, is he's, he's tits, man. He's the best. <laughs> Some, some that disclaimer that right? certain things, but I, mean, I can't think of any offhand, but I mean, political and social stuff, definitely. And the ideas I have for the future, definitely. You know, mm. things I'm working on. I, I mean, I, I very occasionally do these days, <laughs> call, do a column called The Beautiful People, oh. which is most definitely directly a social and political statement. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm literally walking around depressed areas of Scranton and Northeast PA. I started out doing this when I was uh, driving drugs around legal, legal drugs for the <laughs> pharmacy. And I kept my camera in my car, started photographing the patients and seeing like, you know, we don't know how good we have it. Like we really well, I don't. Why take my photo? Why am I one of them? <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Shut up, Becky. <laughs> I'm going to get in there argument later <laughs> uh, it has evolved since it started i was telling a story which is progressing anywho shit. uh you know like you, you, we just don't know how good until you go into the homes of people who are derelict who are invalids who are junkies like you don't know how good the like like the, the whole thing, like, of, of Trump getting elected by scaring the shit out of people with what America is like, there is a section of America is like that, but that doesn't make those people bad. And I just wanted to shine a light on them. And, you know, most people, like, you really, even if your life is kind of shitty today, I guarantee you it is 8 million times better than people I've met, dealt with, and photographed, whose lives are... Shit. Misery. Pure shit. Yeah. And most of those people are more polite and nice to hang right. out with than, than us entitled fucking white people who <laughs> think, you know, mm -hmm. the world owes us something. Yeah. So, yes, there's definitely a socially and political point to a lot of my work. I think people have been 
I mean, there's people that are, have always been political, and that's just the way that they are. But I think just this year in this election, people, it was so, so amplified because this was so personal for people. This was an emotional election, and that's why I think a lot of people found themselves, especially artists, uh, kind of finding ways to express that. Because yeah. it was personal. I mean, even if you don't care about the social issues, I think just saying we're going to cut all the arts, you know, right. NPR and all that is gone. I think that immediately right. wakes up something in you, right. you know, and makes Didn't, you say, okay, wow, they really are. You know, and I think a lot of people were kind of waiting like, ah, no, I don't think he's going to be that bad on this or that or whatever else until they really started coming in with executive order after right. executive order. And then all of a sudden it's, okay, now now I know how the game is going to be played. Right. We should have known when he pulled our credentials to cover him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we could. We were, uh, we were on our way to shoot. Yes, all the other candidates were more, more than willing to have us uh, at their yeah. events, except Mr. Trump. He wouldn't. He denied like our us. credentials every single like time, us. and I think that says a lot because it, 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 you're you're now you're cherry picking who's going to cover you and who who isn't. You well, know, I mean, he's still doing that. Now right. that oh, absolutely, he's we doing were, it. It's worse we now. We're false he's, news. He's, he's, <laughs> You saw you guys we, coming we from literally. We literally are fake news. Yeah. There's very little. I mean, we're entertainment news. There's very well, little. He saw you coming from a mile away. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we we were we were the one time he was right. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> liberals. It's goddamn liberal. I, I I feel like they looked at Rich's Facebook <laughs> and they were like, "There's no fucking way." I bet he has gay friends. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Well, I mean, if, I, if you were reading Rich's. Facebook during the election. He was not being an objective journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, I, I stay out of it for the most part because there's a lot of things I want to say that I don't, you know, or I, I don't feel like, like uh, when it comes to the site, I really, I, I try to leave the opinions mostly to the columnists uh, because that's what you're going for. If you're, well, if you're clicking a column yeah. uh, that you're specifically looking for an opinion, if you're clicking an article that's on, you know, a guy doing a concert, you don't need my opinion well, in there unless it's a review. Has, that news has become columns. Right. There's, and there's that the, the, the line has been blurred so much now. That's why I always, you know, we're, we, we put big, bold headlines in everything that we do, especially with the columns and stuff. We'll put the name of the column right in front, capitalized, so that you're aware, okay, if you're going to click on this, this is a column and this is that person's opinion. And so be it. And when we started running, like, uh, the LGBT column, for example. Oh, that made people mad. Which, for the most part, uh, our audience was really into it, which is really cool. Well, like, most of them so were many. very accepting and very, uh, you know, I, I thought we were going to get more backlash, to be honest. And then well, when we, we did it, it was like most people were really cool and accepting of it, and that really made me feel good. We got like, indirect backlash. Sure. People without, you know, trolls that didn't even have the balls to put it right on. Yeah. Like they would put it on her. Oh, sure. Yeah, they'd she say it got, to something else. They, yeah, they would put it directly, like read something she wrote, put it like directly oh, yeah. to her. But yeah, because they don't have the guts to actually and, say it know. publicly and put their name on it because then someone else can call them out on their shit. Right. Which I'm fine with. You know, like my, my decision was, you know, do I really want those kind of people? The people that would be against basic human rights and treating people with dignity and respect, whether you agree or disagree with their lifestyle or not. If you're that type of person, I don't fucking care if you read my shit. I never want you to see my shit. Get the fuck out of here. I don't see, care. I, I, I don't care if it means flushing ad dollars or whatever else, you know, which I don't think that that's really a factor anyway. I don't think most people want to be on that side. And you saw that when uh, Bill O'Reilly went down the tubes, you yeah. know, when people finally were like, oh, yeah, shit. I am spending a lot of money for this guy to spew hate. 
And I think it finally caught up with them. You and I are so similar, it's actually terrible. <laughs> you know that, right? Yes. Oh, it's fuck, a, it, fuck Eaton. We have a point. <laughs> Scared. It's our inherent angry baldness. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, oh, something to do with I'm it. so scared. <laughs> All people are angry. That's all. Oh, poor John. Do you want to leave and, and just you hire yourself from, you from, this whole, yes. from this whole just debate before you get fired? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm getting fired. I just apologize every time I see you. Apologize. You're the first person who's ever said that before. Oh. Thank I've you. I've seen pictures of you. First and only. She likes you. <laughs> my wife does. She just like she. Your wife's a gem. Oh, her. she is. Holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> She's an idiot. <laughs> she knows her, her, this, like, she knows holy shit. sure thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's because you Amanda, have Amanda, I love you. <laughs> love you, Amanda. Thanks for loving me. This is Popcorn. You're the best. <laughs> So, uh, uh, Raph also comments, uh, troll comments aside, can you speak to uh, one of your passion projects? And I, you just talked about yours. Uh, are there anything that maybe you did just for passion, not to get paid, not just to get your ideas out there or something that you wanted to do? Yeah, uh, I've, I've had my most current project is uh, a pretty simple series that I have. Of, I'll invite uh, people over to my studio. Uh, I'll take a, it started when I invited this girl who just wanted a really simple photo with uh, like minimal light and she had this lace that she wanted to style around her face um, or like in front of her face um, so it was just like a material really simple kind of portrait and then I thought it would be really interesting to invite more people to bring a material or an object to obscure their face with somehow mm. um, and uh, and it was kind of this this uh, kind of an experiment almost and I wasn't sure if it was gonna go anywhere and a lot of the time I felt like it was stupid like I felt like it was a waste of time when you start a project and like well this guy's got like you know you know a, a drum head or whatever just like hanging in front of his face and it just seems silly um but then once you start building that context um it kind of takes on a life of its own and kind of directs you um and by the end of it right now i have about 30 pieces in the series um and it's really interesting to see how people interpret when i say that i want them to obscure their face and in the beginning i was really careful about how i asked them to 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 come or what to bring I didn't want to say I want you to bring something to mask your face because that has different connotations. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm at a point where I have so many photos that I can just show them everything and they realize that they can, there's no rules. Like one guy just puffed a cigar and then blew it and I took the shot and he has smoke. So people are really kind of thinking off the wall. Hmm. Um, but that's, I guess that's kind of a social thing too. Or it's like a, a social experiment to see like what, what people bring. You know, if they think, some people think so, so hard about what they're going to do to contribute and other people just bring like the shirt off their counter because they think they're doing me a favor but that still <laughs> kind of speaks to the kind of person they are um yeah so that's that's my current project though so, i have a kind of a question um yeah. I, I don't know if i work like in black and white just because i'm like a business guy and i see dollars and cents and profit margins and all that kind of bullshit but like i feel like you guys have this mind that kind of expands much wider than what mine might because of the fact that you guys can see something and it's completely different than what I see it as. I yeah, I, I don't know how to really to, to explain it or, or ask it, but I think you guys get the idea. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Money, money is important and it is great to make... <laughs> The dollars and cents to make your living as a photographer is phenomenal. But it's not, nobody gets in this business 
to get rich. Right. Yes, I'm not saying financially I'm different than you. Right. I'm, I'm saying my mind works like from from point A to Z. But you guys see A, B, C, D all the way through. Oh, our minds are like knots, like yeah. And, but I'm just like, it's like it's, it's just, right brains. Yeah, that's what, like, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine like how you guys think. I, I don't think that right. Exactly. Well, I, mean, I see one way. I notice like talking to people that are, I guess, more like you, like you know, black and white numbers and stuff like that. And I talk to people that are artistic and creative. Now, how many people here, artistic? and creative have dealt with anxiety and depression <laughs> we feel you know and we see things differently and and so that's why we're attracted to art you know and and not saying that people me working with numbers and black and white stuff would give me anxiety and depression too but um i think there's just a, a different type of a feel with stuff so we do see things differently we feel things differently well i think yeah, absolutely. i talked about i went to college and discovered photography but when i went to college i went with the only thing that i was ever good at or interested in was art and I was just a painter at the time. Um, and then, like I said, I love photography, but I think, so you start realizing like, okay, how can I make money doing this? Cause it's the only thing that I'm really good at. So <laughs> you take these jobs that are commercial and then it, yeah. you, you kind of start feeling like there's something missing. And then you start doing these crazy projects where you invite mm. your friends to your apartment to hold something in front of their face, <laughs> like a crazy person. <laughs> and so there's, I think there's like uh, kind of like peaks and valleys in between being creative and then realizing you have to make money again or like, you know, those two different push and pulls of the business. Well, there's those struggles, and that goes back to your first question, why photography? And I ask that sometimes, why photography? <laughs> why didn't, like, you know, why graphic design? Why didn't I go, like, to a, a trade, and I'm getting paid well, and I just, and I think that often, like, even, you know, my current job, like, you know, I just, is this what I want to do forever, photography? Is it what I want to do forever? Yeah. You know, there's something in me that just has to create. I can't do that same typical nine-to-five job and just punch in punch out and go home right you know even if i'm struggling you know financially i think the benefit uh which i hope somebody sees my art and gets something out of it that's payment mm -hmm. and i know that sounds weird but it's I'm fulfilling. okay with no, it's, that's it's very very fulfilling to do what we do oh i i, I can um, imagine you know and, and same thing when i started i started graphic design because mm -hmm. i just liked photo manipulation i like i like text I'm, I'm weird i like text i like type layout and i realized that i i like doing it but when I started doing it for clients, I realized I hated it. Yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I agree 100% with I've that. I've always loved photography, but I never thought of it as a career. I thought it was just fun. Hmm. And it is fun. But when I got into school, and once I finished my first degree, I realized I'm going to stay in school and see what happens and pick up my second degree. And I realized there was so much self-expression that can happen, and it made me so happy. And I just fell in love with this craft that I knew I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Money, money did not come into play when I was picking a career, hmm. which is super weird. Um, typically, you, okay, I want to be a doctor. Why? Because they make money. You want to you you be in the nursing field or, or tr like, the industry has changed so much from when I started till right now. Oh, man. Sure. Like, I, people that went to school for trades, I, it's, it sounds bad, I don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just, I never understood that. I'm like, oh, they're going to Votech. And I'm sending, you know, learning history and, and all this other nonsense. Um, they were the smart ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because they have careers. They have job, They have awesome jobs now. Because in demand they, jobs. They, in demand jobs. They have they mas they've mastered one thing. Required. Yes. Nobody asked their uncle to do their electric or their brakes. No. <laughs> <laughs> they will ask their uncle to well, photograph no, like, their wedding. But, 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 but we were told. <laughs> 
we were told. We were told. We were to told school, go to school. Go to high school. You're gonna go do well. Yeah, do well in high school. Go to college. Get a four-year degree because that's what you need. And get a job. And that's that's right. bullshit. And then how many? How many of those people yeah. that were told that their entire life? <laughs> they had a great time. Mm-hmm. Think about people <laughs> How many of them are doing something different than they went to school for? <laughs> you right. have to. I've thought about this for a long time. I wanted it again. I wanted to go to school, graduate, and what I studied in school and what I love doing. I want to do that for the rest of my life. Right. That's. I mean, I'm the same way. All the right. people I, when I was in college, I I lived with a bunch of people I went to high school with. Okay. We all graduated roughly within the same year, year and a half. I am the only one of those six people mm-hmm. that that works in what they went to school for. The rest, the rest of them never. Nobody, not nobody any of them, work. but most of them never had a job in what they studied. They just went out and got the first job they could get. And they stuck with got it. Got married, had a kid, got divorced, getting married again, working in the <laughs> job they Another hate. kid. You know, it's but it's that was what, that, just like John said, that's what we were told. We're this told. is what you need to do. You need to do and this. I, I hate that. Get a four-year degree. That's bullshit. If you want to be a plumber, you'll be making, if you want to make money, become a plumber. Because there's idiots like me who went to school. I don't know the fucking first thing about plumbing, <laughs> cars, building shit. My brothers, like, my brothers are smart kids. And they work their asses off, and they could like my one is, is a construction worker, not construction worker. He builds houses and things like that. But he's doing my basement right now. He's he's finishing that for me, and I couldn't even tell you where to fucking start. You couldn't afford and, him if you had to pay him, could you? <laughs> I paid him. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. On the record, he's getting paid. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not what he's worth. It's not what he's worth. You may have done me a favor here. <laughs> But yeah, no, like that's it, how it is. It just things. Well, we need guys like that, and I think they kind of got pushed aside for a few years. And now that's the hot thing. You, yeah, you, well, you graduate high you'll school. You'll never forget you, that. You'll never you forget how to do that. You'll always be in demand or, or yeah, need we, those guys. We were named Generation X for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, the thing about you guys too is like, I think photography is amazing. Um, yeah, I go to the barber shop. I think a lot of you guys. I've seen you guys there. Like that's that chair spins in you know twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and that person that chair is like, This is great, thank you so much. They get a thank you ten, twelve times a day. I don't know how long how many times it is. But like when you guys give a product, you guys get thank yous. Yes. I could probably tell you ten times or yeah, a handful of times that ten times in your entire career. That someone said, Thank you for what you've done for me. I mean I'm in sales, obviously. You guys know that. The audience doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um no one's thanking me every day or, or, or for what I'm doing all the time. Some some do. Some some appreciate I, I it. You, but you, put out a radio ad for me. you did. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you for thanking me. No, and I'm not. I'm not looking for that. I mean, I'm providing a service. And but it's nice. Did to I you. thank you when you didn't fire me for beating up Motley Crue's tour manager? Oh, I must not have heard about that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for not firing me. I didn't hear about that. Motley Crue's tour manager. My favorite. Tom was there. He witnessed it. Today. Hey, I told him three times. Don't touch not me. to touch me. Don't touch me. Don't and touch, touch me. me again. Swing. Oh, and I did you know about him. this? Oh, I did. You, I, told, I called him on the way out because I thought for sure. Why I was did I not fired. know about this? Because he didn't tell you. Because I <laughs> tried to keep it on the down low as much I as knocked, possible. I knocked him flat on oh. his ass, and then he popped right back up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's the a ninja. Best thing about it. The best thing about it. He's about five ten. Bald, beard, ringer t-shirt, you shake camo hands shorts, and... sneakers. It looked like brothers. Yeah. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> twins. Twins. So nobody even thought any, well, with the exception of Tom and Jason Farmer and uh, 
Tom Delvecchio. Yeah. <laughs> the whole rest of the place was just like, yeah, it's a crew show! <laughs> Nobody cared. Two guys beating the crap out of each other. I mean, it got broken up relatively quickly, yeah. but we definitely both landed some good... <laughs> Solid, especially the first time I hit him, I I couldn't believe he got. I hit him with my camera like full blast. <laughs> and you see the size of his hands? And yeah. Like yeah. This with the with the Catcher's five mess. pound titanium camera in it, right yeah. right across his fucking jaw. Right back and, up, huh? I mean, he went down. <laughs> clearly went down, and then he popped right back up, and I was like, "All right, let's do it. <laughs> this guy's ready to fight." And I, I think that speaks overall to, to I, and you were hitting on something that I wanted to bring up before we uh, we finished up. Concert violence. <laughs> so are you saying yes. you would have fired me had you known about this? <laughs> I would have needed more info. Yeah. You would have needed to yeah. talk about well, it at yeah. least? Fair enough. Right. Well, it was, right. it was, it was eight, seven years ago, so yeah. let's not worry about it. I was probably the most unconventional editor that they oh, had there. Oh, by, by you were the best. You really were the best. <laughs> you were one of the top three editors Thank I've you. ever known. Thank sorry, you. Sorry, I, 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 I was the general I manager. I was an editor. Oh, okay. Well, then. He, he yelled at all of us. <laughs> he didn't yell at anybody. You cared. That's, that's he yelled at Maybe. Well, well that, that's the difference between me and pretty response. much everyone else response. that worked there. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, and, and some that continue to work there. Uh, the, uh, I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, I think photography often, especially now in a social media age, is a thankless job. Uh, I think, you know, people have very little respect for things that they can't see behind the scenes. You know, they don't see what goes into something. 90% of it is behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. And I, whether you're a writer or a, a photographer or anything like that, a lot of times you're, you're, it's, it's kind of selfless in the sense that you're capturing someone else and you're putting them in the spotlight. It's not the other way around. Uh, you know, somebody said that to me recently at one of the open mics that we did was that, you know, I really like you as a host because you're letting us be the star. And he's like, I've been to other ones where it's like that person is told, the only reason that they're organizing that event is to look, hey, me, me, look, look how great I am for doing this for you. And now I'm going to perform my stuff in front of all of you because that's the whole reason I'm doing this. You guys are more of an afterthought. And I think the best media focuses on whether it's, you know, the, the writing or the photography aspect or video or whatever it puts the spotlight on the performer, on the artist, and tells their story, as we were talking about before. So do you do you feel like it is thankless, and do you really care either way, whether it's it thankless? It can be thankless. I don't particularly care. I mean, there are certain people whose opinions I greatly care about, but you'll never know who they are. Mm -hmm. Nobody in this and, room. And, 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 <laughs> but also, we don't know, a couple of them are in the room. Um, you know, I don't care that I get thanked, but you do. I mean, it's, it's a thankless business, but also at the same time, when you make somebody, when you do a good job for somebody, mm -hmm. you will get thanked doing this more than you will get thanked doing anything else. Like, <laughs> when, when, you, when you really make somebody happy, when you mm -hmm. make an image that they're going to love and cherish, that maybe their families Forever. will have after no, we're no. all dead I just run downstairs. 20 okay. years right. from now, 50 years from 20. I, the 20 is for me, the 50 is for the rest of us. <laughs> but when we're all dead, you know, there might be grandchildren 100 years from now still loving, and you will never Absolutely. get thanked more than you will for creating that particular yeah. image. And it's the best so, feeling in the world. It's much better so than thankful, money. People are so thankful, I feel like. Like, yeah. like, I've learned, and I think, like, with images and taking pictures and even people hiring you to do events, like, 
when you go through tragic things in your life, like you realize how important photos are and you realize how important those images are that you have with your family, those candids that you have when you're going through all those uh, that you have, you know, for the rest of your life. But I, in, especially recently, like just I've been working with children a lot and families a lot and parents don't think me, like they think me so much. Like they're, they still think me like, Months after the fact, They'll like see I, you two years later, and thank you. I, I shot my very first wedding that I ever shot was about two and a half years ago, and every time I see that couple out, like it's it's like just becomes the complete focus of the conversation to whoever's around. Like they are so, they it's just I, I think photos mean a lot to people, and I think that's why they're so appreciative hmm. when you're able to capture them in a, in a way that that they didn't even realize. You know what I mean? Like they're, the the personalities that you find with people, and I don't know. I, I just find people are so appreciative. It's, it's, for me, it's, it's nice. the only proof that you have that ever, that ever took place. Yeah. yeah. You right. know, your memory is always you know changing, so to speak, and your memory is different from mine. Like, get shoddy. As but those joy. those pictures, no, yeah. those, but those pictures are are forever. People take know? such joy in looking at photographs, and, and I don't have like so much of an ego that like I need things, but we are artists, you know, and it's nice to be like appreciated. You know, mm. it definitely is and and knowing that you like event photography you know it, it, it's cool capturing some moments and 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 capturing that for somebody and you see like looking at their face when they're go, going through the photos for the first time yeah. it's like wow that's cool it's, it's very rewarding and just go back to what you said before about what goes behind the scenes too for example uh, Tom and I were just in New York and we went to uh, Vice um, we went to their headquarters and Vice is an awesome station. I mean, mm -hmm. they do so much, and I, like, I'm just amazed by them. Like, I, I got into them about like a, a year or so ago. I never knew like how many people were involved in that place. I mean, I knew it would be a thousand people. They have offices all over the world, so we got to go through their whole uh, through the headquarters, and it was just it was amazing. I mean, it was overwhelming. And the same thing goes for the photographers. So, like, there's a lot of work that goes on. Like, even like some of those three day fests that I did for you. That was a great time. You know, people see the photos, but that was three That's full work. days. <laughs> yes. Shooting in those festivals up at Montage, that is work. I was up at, I think mm. it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was Rock and Derby. And I, I was up there. It was up upstate New York. And it was just a long time. I mean, I was fucking tired. But it's so rewarding. You feel, I went right down, I think I went to Whiskey Dicks that night. I rolled in about one o'clock after the concert. And I went down there and drank for a little bit because I was still on such a high after three days. You know, it was just a good time. It's, it's a lot of work. But then people to see like that, you know, maybe 50 photos on a web page somewhere. Sure. That's it. Right. But it was like, I was there for three days. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was a lot. Right. So essentially no amenities. And the yeah, heat and yeah. the rain and the lightning. And yeah. You know, I think they schedule those on purpose for when they know. It's just going to be either the hottest that's no day one, ever. That's no one in. Hottest weekend at, in August. At Montage ever heard of May or September. <laughs> like, the two months in Pennsylvania where the weather is nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, let's gun for those months. But I agree with that. They're talking about thankless. Um, I think even if it isn't an actual thank you, when, personal experience, when you show a couple their wedding photos for the first time and you see the looks on their face, mm -hmm. even if they don't say thank you, you feel it. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and I like to do live previews now, where instead of me just sending people a link, I sit down with them and say, let's Thank do a little you. slideshow. Here's my favorite ones. Not all of them, because there's thousands. Here's my favorite hundred from your day. And, like, 
I've seen more people cry, and it's it's so fulfilling. <laughs> there's value in that. Yeah. There's, there's one instance which really, really stands out. I did a wedding years ago um, where this bride was dancing with their father. And I have this one real tight shot of her father hugging her, hugging his daughter. And he's like this look of sadness on his face. It was the most amazing moment. And years later, her father passed away. Mm. And that photo just completely just sticks in my head, showing this beautiful, beautiful moment with uh, father and daughter. And he wasn't one to show emotion. So the fact that I caught that, and it wasn't a, a gorgeous, perfectly lit photo. It was just a nice picture. Right. That one photo told such a story. That still to date is my favorite image. Mm. It's probably hers too. It is. Yeah. And that's you know, something we will cherish. And I've known the family for a long time, and just to be able to see, you know, see that look on her father, that at that point, it just it, it was absolutely so beautiful. Mm. And that alone has made everything I've done up until that point completely worth it. And I wouldn't trade for anything, whether it be good times, bad times, making making ends meet, not making ends meet. It doesn't matter because I captured that moment that completely changed that person's life and told the story of what was going on at that particular moment. It's and, really important. And it, it means a lot. So, Jason. You're the Alex one. is gone. <laughs> he, he, he's, he said he had to, to step out. So uh, I don't know if he thought you were laughing because you heard the word tight. I don't know if he's coming no, back I'm before the end or not. Something that is happening off, something very inappropriate that is happening. That's it. I felt like I'm trying to pay and attention to what Tom he's saying. Tom is trying and to tell so, this like, heartfelt story. And, and now, now that him. thing off screen is on camera. I know what Why? I'm like, what is going on? I never get emotional. I get emotional once in a while. Is that underwear? Yeah. Why is there underwear? Oh, hey, that's that's a whole other story. Uh, I I haven't. I'm not sure that I want to. Well, this is your first impression, and first impressions will stick with you forever. I I would just like to say I was not laughing at Tom's heartfelt story. (laughs) When I looked over, I saw your face. I know, and you're you're like Tom's story. I'm like, (laughs) and then she saw me laughing and looked over, and she starts, and you're like, I thought, man, it just really touches me right here. And Brittany and I are like. Tom, he said. Pussy. He said. He said. I'm like, I thought it was something in my face. I was like, he thinks no, he no, there was something. I was like, like, why? I'm thinking like, maybe I have like. No, there was something on her face. That was the problem. Oh, her like, white lace under, <laughs> underwear in her purse. Looks like a whole bunch of bushes. He's trying to get through the story. I know, and you're there laughing. And Johnny's looking at me like I'm the world's biggest piece of shit. I'm like, he said tight, big deal, bro. I was laughing at. Can handle tight. <laughs> oh, can you? Everybody, that's what. No. All right. That's what friends are for. No, that's that's what stop, stop, stop. That's what you. I can handle tight. That's what Jeez. you said. Come on, oh, Brittany. I thought we were going back. To Brittany. Brittany. All right, I'm paying attention. Oh, well, you knocked over. I felt like you took this off me before because you were afraid I was going to break it. I was a little afraid. I know. I'm, I'm really pissed. See, off the rails. Just the only person here who has not stood up is Stormtrooper. I gave you the most difficult one to stand up because you know <laughs> do you, the most about them. Do you, do you do you know why? Because every time you do that, 
That's something that we have to fix in the audio oh, now because you keep banging on the table, <laughs> which fucks with the mics, which means, so, yeah. So the, the, the more that these fall down, the more I'm like, oh, my God. And I kept playing with it, like, the whole time. That's what she said. I was off the rails. Yeah, told you. Which I knew was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Well, we, we, we do, we actually do have to finish up, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we already did. We're already way over. We thirty. Holy shit! Yeah, see, it goes quick. My dog's got to go to bed. It goes. It flies by. It does. It does fly by. But I, I, I guess, I guess what I'm getting at with the the, the thankless part of it is is uh, for those of you listening and watching and everything else. Uh, take another second because I know social media is filled with pretty pictures all the time trying to grab your attention and everything. Maybe stop a second and think about what goes on behind those images because there's a lot of uh, passion and beauty and maybe even messages that you're not getting from it by not taking a, a little bit closer and looking a little bit more. And I see constantly uh, whether it's uh, local media outlets who uh, uh, crumple up and, and throw away their talent. Uh, like uh, like they're nothing, uh, which uh, happens way too fucking often. Uh, they're over they're overworked and underpaid as it is. And <laughs> yes, we can add more clapping. Or or whether it's somebody who uh, goes on a page and rips a picture off and makes it their profile picture and fuck you to you know anybody who whether they put their watermark on it or not and gives no credit whatsoever to anybody. Uh, I just feel like it's a sign of respect to just say, hey, this person took that picture just so that it leads back somewhere. You know, just so that you could say, okay, well. I'm, I'm, I've never heard of any PA scene before, but because that person gave us credit, now all their friends and family are going to look at that and go, oh, what is that? And they're going to check it out, and they're going to see some other stuff that they like, and they're going to dig that. And the same with all these guys. You know, if they see, you know, uh, 1120 Studios or, or, or something like that, they're going to say, oh, okay, that's, that's cool. I like this guy's stuff. I want to follow him. I want to make sure. And then that could lead into jobs. That could lead into uh, money in their pocket and food in their mouth. So that's how we live. Exactly. Exactly. Give credit where credit's due, just with anything. Yeah. Anything. Absolutely. With any and with any art, with any product, really. You know, anything that you put out there. You know, I, I think give credit where credit's due. I think that's that's one of the most important things to remember. So I guess we'll 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 finish up there. Is there anything else that anybody wants to to get in that was uh, uh you know right on the tip of their tongue? I or? agree with, with you. Then. Don't I agree ask. with you. Don't but I love that. when people steal my shit. <laughs> I love it. I think it's the ultimate compliment. It sucks because you don't get any. Because it happens all the time. It does happen, but man, I love it. And they <laughs> like it that much that they're gonna, especially like like a, a photo off the wall in a bar or like a poster. Or like, I love it. That's I kind love of a compliment. It is. I think. It is. I think it's a scummy compliment. Yeah. That's but compliment. if you're gonna put the effort to steal, steal my word, you all really right. like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I'm great. Okay with that. Honestly, I've I've looked at my list of Facebook friends, which I don't. Even which has have been it. dwindling for an hour and a half. We're <laughs> 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 all down to like five things. Wow. Just dropped. Drop, I, I can't wait to see people knock, knock me off the list. Because, but there's there's like three thousand some people on there that I've gone through. Even when I worked for my former employer, who still remains nameless. Um, the amount of people on there that have their profile picture as a photo I took, even if it's a snapshot, right? It's sweet. It, yeah. it, it means something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? That was, that was fucking... There we go. Random Reed Miller. 
<laughs> random Reed Miller is one of my favorite things you do. Random Reed Miller. There's so many photos <laughs> Jason Reed Miller doing his job or not doing his job that are randomly posted throughout the month. Taking um, pictures when they were drinking. Both. One of the two. Or both at the same time. Or taking your shirt off and hugging me. That's a good photo. Oh, oh by the way, Becky sweaty. has a bone to pick with you because you took photos of her fixing my, my flower when she told you really? not to take photos. Go ahead, Becky. Tell me. What do you have to say? The day came out wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard oh, that from her. I, I, You're I, I, winning. <laughs> wow. Because I, I was going backwards and I got so many likes on the damn picture. So I, I take pictures of her and she's like, well, I don't like this and, and I don't like this. I think the reason we need to reshoot this because I don't like this. Because I didn't oh, care. Because yeah. <laughs> you didn't care. Don't care. It doesn't matter. Tough shit. It was a precious oh. moment frozen in time. That's <laughs> it. Precious moment. That's it. Her putting a, a flower, the flower in my beard, in beard while I was shirtless in a hotel. And, yeah, and you then better then end it right now. <laughs> yes. And then you're a 200-pound sweaty man hugging me. <coughs> oh, you're being wow. generous if you're calling me 200, buddy. 200 plus. <laughs> Thank you. You yeah, credit where credit is there. I earned this wish. Wait. A lot of beers. Here's the most important thing we're going to talk about. No beers, no hot Well, a couple hot dogs. Here's the most important thing. We're going to talk about tonight, and we, we should end on this because nothing's going to top it. How fucking good are the Reese's Cups with the Reese's Pieces stuffed in them? <laughs> I never fucking had it. That, is, that is what's responsible for this because I eat about four of them a day. <laughs> I want to try them. And not the little ones, the big cups. Yeah, of course. Go big or go home. Go. I said that to Becky on the way down here. Go big or go home. <laughs> I think that's her, that is her motto. That's, sorry. That's her. That's what she said. Reese's, if you're listening, just forget everything we said about art tonight. If you want to sponsor yeah, us, we'll uh, my email is right on the website. Please, please sponsor us. That would be awesome. I'd love to just eat those the Let's entire time that we're... Let's go eat Reese's cups with Reese's pieces stuffed in them. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight and uh, getting a little uh, perspective uh, behind the scenes of uh, what goes into uh, so many of the photos that we publish and many of the more that you should be looking for. So please follow these guys on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, wherever they may be. Coming soon to any PA scene. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bonomo. Mr. Tom Bonomo. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, everybody.